Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. Oh my God. This is part two of the Good Success series and I got some great things on the way and I mean literally. We're gonna open up some great things for your future, for your destiny. The promises of God for your life are gonna be tailor-made to you today. God is gonna show you the depth of his fulfillment, the depth of his promises, the depth of the power that are gonna work in and through you. Oh my God, aren't you excited? I enjoyed last week. And I really, really think that today it's going to be even more powerful, even more engaging. So let's just get on into the word of God. Great things are on the way this month. And June is the month to set up and establish your heart's desires because it's the sixth month. It's a pivotal month. It's the middle point between now and the end of the year. So it's going to construct the confidence that you need to finish it powerfully, to finish the year with virtue. And so today it's going to be very eye-opening, very exciting. The fire of the Lord is going to rekindle some things in you, some things that are great, some things that are mighty, some things that are mind-blowing. So you're going to want to call someone. You're going to want to share this. You're going to want to share with everyone you know that's starting a business, that's in ministry, looking to get some things going in their life, looking to propel themselves professionally. This episode is loaded with greatness and I am excited. By the way, I'm your host, Felicia Atlas. Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I know that you want to do some new things. I know you want to do some great things. I can tell by the response of the last episode, Good Success, there was such a great influx of listeners from all over over the place. We're going to welcome those listeners in just a moment, but I know that you want to hear about how to activate that greatness in this month, in this season. Like I said, June is going to be very instrumental, very influential in the promises of God coming to pass and being made manifest in your life. So let's get into the word of God. I'm not going to waste too much time because I've got some great things I want to share, some awesome things, some powerful things, some beautiful things. (laughs) And I'm going somewhere with that, ladies and gentlemen. So welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Felicia Atlas. Today, we're going to do some great and mighty things that you know not of. Great and mighty things that you know not of. So he that hath an ear to hear, listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the people for your business, for your ministry, for your community, for your family. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And God has been stirring me. God has been turning me. God has been awakening me to the things of God because we don't study that word thing. And I've been studying the word thing. I've been studying things. I've been studying things. I can do all things. Um, God is going to do great and mighty things. The Bible says so many things about the things of God. (laughs) And we're going to share those things because what the thing means is it's customizable for you. And we all love customizable. We love to go to Subway and they make it your way. We love Burger King. They make it your way. We love to go to the candy store where we can get a a few Skittles and a a few uh, Jolly Ranchers and we get a, a few of these and a little licorice and we get that and we can make a big old bag of variety pack. We want to customize our appetites at the buffet. 
We want it to be tailor-made. I might not want the steak. I might want the pork chop and shrimp, so I'm going to go to a buffet. Or I might not want the taco. I might want the burrito, so we go to the buffet. And so this is what God is saying in this season, to customize a thing, to let it be made known, and I'm going to do great things in your life according to your heart's desires. So when I tell you that today's episode is going to be packed with power, packed with greatness, packed with things that pertain unto life and godliness, you're going to want to listen to it in its entirety. I guarantee that the revelation of the Lord is going to bless you today in a great and mighty way. So let's just get on into it and let's welcome our listeners. Now, I want to send a big thank you to the listeners bigger than I've ever sent because this has been the most amazing season. The last podcast had, we, I think we got maybe 200% more activity with the good success. So that shows growth. And we're going to talk about growth and why it's so important because there's always a magnitude in God. And this podcast is called Dimensions of Greatness. That means there are levels. That means there's a place to ascend to. There's always more. There's always something to attain. There's always a new level. There's always something to achieve and something to accomplish more than yesterday, more than before. God is always doing a new thing in us. And so growth is very important. I want to thank all of the listeners. I'm going to name some of these places. I am just blown away by the the people listening all over the world in some of the most remote places and some of the greatest places and some of the most faraway lands. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue to listen. Continue to share. Let's welcome Ross Common, Michigan. Jamaica, New York, the Bronx, and New York City. Thank you so much for listening. I got Washington, D.C. for the first time. Thank you. In D.C., continue to listen, continue to share. Now, Turkey. Oh, my gosh, Turkey. I couldn't even list maybe the 30 different cities in Turkey that have been listening and sharing and promoting and loving the word of God. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's say a special prayer for Turkey as they're endeavoring to find out the mind of God and the fullness of God, and they're hungry for the word of God in that region. We want to keep them covered in prayer. Thank you so much for listening in Turkey. Ireland was bumped up to number four out of our all-time listeners. They are sitting at the number four spot in Ireland. Who would have thought? Ukraine is bumped up to five five or six on the roster. So Ukraine, there were maybe 20 cities in Ukraine that are listening. Thank you. We are praying for you guys. We know that God is going to do something in the spirit of newness for you. We know that God is going to release favor for you, protection, divine instruction and strategy to give you the victory in the name of Jesus. We have Belarus. Thank you for listening. I was so excited to see that because I used to couldn't pronounce Belarus. (laughs) So now that you guys are listening, I know I said it right. I know I learned something new. Armenia, thank you for listening in Armenia. What a surprise. Thank you, Jesus. Now, there's Per Cry, Russia. Thank you, thank you, thank you in Russia. Tayuman Oblast, Russia. Thank you for listening. We are covering that region in prayer for many people are faced with decisions and placed in a very awkward and very uncomfortable position that also need the prayers of God, that also need the protection of God, that also need the the glorious and angelic host of the Lord to make things new in their lives as well. So Russia, we are praying for you in the name of Jesus. We continue to listen and we will continue to encourage you in the name of Jesus. We have the South Holland, Netherlands. Now we have Chahini Khan Khan, Thailand. 
Chani Khan Kane, Thailand. Thank you so much for listening in Thailand. I hope I pronounced that right. And we have the Czech Republic. Oh my goodness. So all of these places are places that I never thought where people would listen, but God can do great and mighty things that we know not of. And oh my God, I just love the things that God is doing. You're going to hear me continue to say that until we get to the bulk of today's message. You're going to understand why I keep talking about the things that God is about to do because we use that term too loosely, but God loves things. God loves to do new things. God spoke things into existence. And so I'm going to break it down through a spirit of revelation and a spirit of prophecy about the great and mighty things that God is doing in the month of June as we transition into a new season of great things in the name of Jesus. The song of the week is I Never Seen It by Donald Lawrence. Now who remembers this song? I'm so excited just talking about it. This song in the early 2000s, I want to say, maybe even the late 90s, it was just a hit. It was just a blessing. It was just something that moved everybody. This song talks about he's never seen the blessing of God in the way that you're about to see it. It's actually a prophetic decree. And so when the Lord brought this back to my remembrance and I said to myself, I haven't heard this song in years. God says, but this is the season where you're going to hear it over and over in your spirit because great things are about to happen in the lives of my people and tell my people that this is my declaration for their life, that even God makes decrees. God makes declarations. Declarations are not just for us. We make declarations to become like God. People think declarations are for us to trust that God is doing something. The declaration is to make us operate in the virtue that he operates in because God says he decrees a thing and it shall be established. So he releases that same unction, that same authority, that same mandate, that same power, that same faith to cause us to be more Christ-like. So June is the month of declaration. This is the month of decree. This is the month of great and mighty things. And that song says, you ain't seen nothing yet. That word says, you ain't seen nothing yet. That song is telling us that the things that we're about to see, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things, the things, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God, for what man knoweth the things of God, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. What are these things? Oh my God, they're so great. I'm going to share these things. I'm so excited when I talk about the, the revelation. You know what? Everybody has a thing, you know, and my thing is revelation. <laughs> So as you can tell by the sound of my voice, when I read this scripture, this is probably my favorite scripture of all time because I proclaim to have a gift of revelation. So when it talks about for the spirit searches, oh, the spirit is searching, the spirit is searching. So how much more if we walk and move and operate in the power of God, if we walk and move and operate in the Holy Ghost, if we declare and decree that the spirit of the Lord liveth in us and quickens us, how much more should we search all things? Yay, the deep things of God. We're going to get into them deep things today. Oh my God, it's going to change your perspective on life. It's going to change your perspective on success. It's going to change your perspective on God even to, even today, even now. In the name of Jesus, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him, even so the things of God, even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So let's get into some revelation today for the next six months of the year 
there's going to be a presence that's going to go with us as we endeavor to understand the things. What are the things that pertain to life and godliness for my life? Like I said about the buffet, we're going to customize it for you, for your beauty salon, for your art gallery, for your restaurant, for your school, for your daycare, for your um, your your Fortune 500 endeavors and aspirations. We're going to look at those things. We're going to dissect them. And then we're going to have your heart's desire merge with the spirit of the Lord and the word of the Lord to bring you into a season of greatness. So let's just declare that we're going to make boss moves all the rest of 2022. Just decree and declare right now that the promises of God will be fulfilled in my life in the name of Jesus. Let's briefly recap. I talked about in the last podcast episode, it was called good success. It was all about good success based on Joshua one and eight that says the book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Then thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. So the month of June is all about strategic placement in good success. And that comes through the word of God. So we need to ramp up and build up and stock up on the word and get real full of the word for the next six months so that we can easily transition into good success. So that we can easily transition into the promises of God. June, I decreed and declared prophetically that it was going to be a celebration period, but to regenerate your purpose. How many know that the Bible says we are regenerated by the washing of the word? And so when Joshua is saying that we would make our way prosperous and have good success by meditating on the word day and night, that's a regeneration. Don't that word sound real good? Like who doesn't want to be regenerated? Regeneration, the word generation is in that word word. And so it's actually a root word of generation. And so when you think about regenerate, that means that the promise is placed on your bloodline. The curse is placed on your bloodline that God is going to regenerate. He's going to break those curses. He's going to break everything, a generational curse, and he's going to remove it by the regeneration of good success, the washing of the water by the word. And he's going to activate good success and he's going to activate the blessing on your life. Uh, Abraham was blessed to be a blessing and he is the father of the blessing. So that generational anointing is being released into the lives of the people of God by way of Abraham. We're going to get into that in just a moment, how that all applies to us. But I decree that July will be a month of delegation. You're going to revisit your staff, your team, your destiny helpers, your business plan, and God is going to reactivate something powerful. August is going to be a financial increase budgeting wise. You're going to be able to rearrange and overflow and, and design a capacity for purpose. In the name of Jesus, September, I said it was going to silence the enemy with your success. You're going to be in position to shut the mouth of the enemy by an establishing anointing. You're going to have peace roundabout. I said that October, you would remember not the former things. There would be a new transition period. Once again, God was going to regenerate and activate a quickening again in October. I said that November would be a month of perpetual praise, not just because it's Thanksgiving, but because it's the month 11. 11 represents Presents so many things that pertain to the end and pertain to fulfillment. We'll talk about that at a later time. December also would be a month of glory where your glory will shine forth as the noonday. But we don't have much time to recap. Listen to good success if you missed it. It talked about the goodness of the Lord, the greatness of God. It talked about what success is, what prosperity is. It talked about the month six, the number six. God always does something powerful in the sixth month. The angel of the Lord, Gabriel, was sent out to Mary 
in Nazareth in the sixth month. And Elizabeth was six months pregnant when the angel appeared to Mary. So we know that the number six is very significant to God. So God says, I want my people to know I'm stirring the waters in this month. I'm bringing angelic words in this month. I'm breaking the shackles that have held you bound so that you can run freely and run the race for the remainder of the year because some of us have been in fear. Some of us have been downtrodden. Some of us have been defeated in many ways. And we thought that we would be in a different place than we are right now. But God says in this season, that yoke is being destroyed because of the anointing. I also discussed David. David behaved himself wisely. That word behaved means good success. That revelation in that episode was so encouraging for me. And many, many people were blessed by it. Thousands of people. So go back and listen to it if you missed it. So let's just get into the word of the Lord. God is going to do a new thing. We also talked about that. Um, Isaiah 43 and 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. It shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness. And the word spring means uh, made. It means to make, to grow. So God is using creative anointings to do something different. He's going to use something very rare in this hour, something very uh, peculiar in this hour to, to, to manifest the promises that he's spoken over your life. So that's why he's saying, shall he not know it? Because those things are going to be new. The things it's going to be creative. It's going to be a creative anointing. And we talked about, if you go back, um, maybe 2020 and look at that episode, um, when we talked about the creative anointing, it will definitely bless you. It talks about the newness of life and the anointing of God. Very, very powerful. It talks about, um, Reuben, um, the firstborn of Jacob and how that represents a creative anointing that will birth a promise that will birth what God has spoken to you. The things that God has spoken has to be birthed. And we also discussed that in the good success episode. So let's get into the word of God because God wants to do something great. He doesn't just want to do something new. Greatness is a magnitude of newness. So he does something new, but there are levels. So I'm going to break it down very beautifully. You're going to be excited today. You're going to share this. You're going to think about this for the rest of the week. God will do a new thing. He says, shall ye not know it? That's not even the word for today, but I'm, I'm, as I'm speaking it, I'm understanding more about why he wants me to share this today because the new thing is just the declaration. He's speaking it into your life. But when that happens, it says, finally, my brother in Philippians 4 and 8, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. And so the things that we need to be focused on, we need to understand that they're new, but they come with magnitude. What do I mean by magnitude? I mean by levels. So God can speak the word over your life, but it's your job to say, if God says start a business, you need to understand the magnitude of that business. Will you reach a town? Will you reach a city? Will you reach the state? Will you go national? Will you go international? If you are serving 20 children in the school, do you want to stay at 20 children? Do you want 100 children? Do you want 2,000? And so God says, as I'm doing a new thing, you need to know about great things because great things and new things are different. When I speak a new thing, that's me starting a new season. But when I declare a great thing, you have to get involved and tell me how big you want this thing to be. 
The Bible says, I studied earlier today that David said, God set me in a large place. That's talking about magnitude. It's talking about scale. And we want to scale our visions to the next level, to a new dimension, to a higher height and deeper depth. That's why the Bible says, they that wait up upon the Lord, they will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Those attributes of movement and activity are talking about height. They're talking about sight. It's talking about furthering your ability. So that great thing is going to come through you. For with God, no thing shall be impossible. We need to stop saying nothing and say no thing. We keep saying nothing. We need to say no thing. For with God, no thing shall be impossible. Not that we're changing the word. We're changing the magnitude. We're changing the reflection. We're changing the power. We're changing the authority. We're going to a new height into a new depth. No thing shall be impossible. We need to change it up, okay? <laughs> change it up. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. So great things. God is going to do great things. First Samuel 12, 24. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart. For consider how great things he has done for you. Number one. Before we get into great things, let's consider the things that God has done. That's why God is saying to, to have sight, to know what's happening around you, to know where does God have me right now? And I'm going somewhere with this because when you understand where you are, oh my God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. When you understand where you are, you place yourself in a very divine position for growth. That's what a business plan is all about. That's what a marriage is all about. That's what coming to Christ is all about. Lord, I, I need you. I'm in sin, but I know that you came that we would have life and life more abundantly. So as you've come into God, you've accepted the Lord, you've given him your life. He's your Lord and savior. Now it's time for greatness. And I was watching a movie the other day where it was a depiction of Jesus and the disciples. I just love this episode uh, called, uh, this series called Chosen. And they showed Jesus, um, you know, he was healing the people. And then they went into like a, a, a cottage and stayed with some people for a few nights. And John and James and Jesus shared a room in this cottage. And, um, and, and John woke up in the morning and Jesus woke up and they said, good morning. Oh my God. I just love this show. It shows Jesus in such a powerful way. But John looked over at Jesus and said, how did you, this is when they first met Jesus and, and we're learning him. And he said, how did you do all these great things? Oh my God. And Jesus looked at John and said, greater, he said, you're going to do them too. And greater works than these shall ye do. And I love how they depicted that because we've all read that in the, in the scripture, but they showed it as John and Jesus having um, a conversation uh, first thing in the morning and John waking up thinking about the things that had taken place over the last few days and being in awe and being in shock and being so moved and being perplexed at the same time. And so when he said greater works, you're going to, he said, John, that's why John wrote it. I love how they did that because we know that that's in the book of John. And James looked at Jesus and said, what do you mean he's going to do greater work? And Jesus said, hold on, I have more to show you. I'm going to, let's continue this journey because I'm going to show you the magnitude because they're looking at the sun. How can we ever do greater things? But how many know that's the word of the Lord? So we're going to talk about greatness. There are five dimensions to do great things. There are five dimensions to do great things. Get your pen and paper handy. This is going to change your life. We're going to go into a dimension of greatness. We're going to enter it right now, as a matter of fact, because because before we can start anything, before we can walk into anything new, we need to understand great things. If you don't understand great things, if you don't understand greatness, 
and how it's all about magnitude. You will start something that will be average. You will have a spirit of mediocrity. The devil loves to keep you complacent because he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So what he does is God can speak something powerful over your life. You can even walk in that prophetic word. You can even walk in that dimension. But if you don't have the vision to see the height and the power, the potential, and the capability, that's what capacity is all about. What is the capacity for your business? What is the capacity for your ministry? You have five people within the ministry, but you know that God has shown you a vision where there were thousands of people in your ministry. We know that you're an author. You haven't sold any books, but God showed you that you would be a world-renowned author. You need an anointing of greatness, an anointing of great things, an anointing of excellence. And I'm going to show you how you're going to get that today in the name of Jesus. So let's just get into the word of God for today five dimensions to do great things. What are those dimensions? <laughs> you can do anything. Number one, you can do everything. Number two, you can do all things. Number three, you can do good things. Number four, and you can do great things. Number five, I'm going to break this down. Genesis 15 and one says, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision saying, Fear not, Abram. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. This scripture reminds me of a scripture that my mom has been quoting over the last uh, couple weeks uh, that talks about uh, we have a great recompense of reward, and that is our confidence. So we need confidence to understand that we can first do anything. We can first do anything. All these things came through a vision. So the vision of Abram seeing his name wasn't even changed yet, but God showed him a vision that you will be the father. Then he changed his name before your name is changed, before that curse is changed, before that is broken off of your life. You need to understand the capacity. He said to count the stars, count the sand. We know that you can't count stars. We know that you can't count sand, but he was saying that I can do this thing in you. If you fear not Abram for I am thy shield and thy exceeding exceeding great reward, meaning there's a great reward, but I'm going to exceed it. He's talking about magnitude. He's talking about capacity. He's talking about wealth. He's talking about greatness. He said, you will not be able to count or number. So that's what you first need to understand anything. Now I'm going to talk about everything. There's an everything anointing Job five and nine. The Bible says God, which doeth great things and unsearchable marvelous things without number. Job is saying that God does things so great and so marvelous that they're without number. So he doesn't just do one thing. He just doesn't give you one child and, and not give you another. He gives you a two, two children after you've been barren. He'll give you triplets when you've been barren. He'll give you three anointings for three different ministries when you first didn't even have a calling or didn't even have a hope and you were suicidal. He'll give you two businesses when you've been homeless. He'll give you five Five, five, do you hear the number five? Just like five anointings to do great things. He will give you five reasons to walk into greatness, to do anything, to do everything, to do all things, to do good things, to do great things, all things. How do we know? Philippians 13 says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So after you know that you can do anything, then you need to know number, you can do everything. Then you need to know capacity of the thing that you're doing, all things. I, I can do all things. I don't just get a scholarship, but I can run professionally. I don't just run professionally, but I can go to the Olympics. I don't just go to the Olympics, but I can get an endorsement. I don't just get an endorsement, but I can train around the world. This is for my daughter, Ty, in the name of Jesus. So there's levels to each thing that we endeavor to accomplish. Then the Bible says we're going to do good things. 
how do we know that good things come next? The Bible says, Psalms 103 and 5, who satisfied thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. So why is this important? Because the word of God declares that they that wait upon the Lord, that means you have to go through the all things. You have to go through the everything understanding. You have to go through the anything understanding, anything, everything, all things, then good things will compass you about. Good things will surround you about. Why? Because your vision, your understanding, your capacity to flow in the anointing of great things is about to be released. Great things, great things, great and mighty things come after good things. There are levels to this. God will surround you with goodness. He'll surround you with goodness. And then he will encompass you with greatness. Greatness is the ultimate. The Bible talks about greatness is God. God and greatness are one and the same. It doesn't get any greater than him. He is the alpha. He is the epitome. He is the absolute foremost and eternal great thing that we will ever experience in this life. Second Samuel 7 21 for the word's sake and according to thy own heart, has thou done all these great things to make thy servant know them. Now I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to stay right there. David once again, talks about great things more than anyone. Why? Because the number five represents grace. David understood that royal anointing, that kingly anointing more than anyone. And when you understand that all these things are going to compass you about, that you can do anything, that you can do everything, that you can do all things, that you can do good things, that you're called to do great things. The Bible says that you will have a kingly anointing. Why is this important? Because the word of God declares that we have a, a royal generation, a holy priesthood, we're a peculiar people, that this is our inheritance in the Lord. So David is saying, thou has done all these great things to make thy servant know them. God doesn't do good and great things in our lives for no reason. There's a purpose. He wants us to know them. He wants us to see them. He wants us to walk in them, to continue it therein, and to activate them for the promises of God in our lives, that they will be fulfilled feel that people would see our good works and glorify our father in heaven but you have to stay in the presence and walk uprightly jeremiah 5 and 25 says your iniquities have turned away these things and your sins have withholding good things from you so we don't want that jeremiah is talking about the good things have been rejected the good things are not attracted to you these things these opportunities this capacity this magnitude you no longer walk therein but psalms 84 11 says for the lord is a sun and a shield the lord will give grace and glory and and no good thing will he withhold. Will he withhold from them that walk uprightly? So God is going to release an anointing to do great things, to do all things, to do anything, to do something. Just do something. Just start something. And if you visit www.bosture.com, we will show you how to start something for your life. It's going to be great. This is the season to do great and mighty things that you know not of. So once again, thank you for listening to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. Until next week, do something great. God is willing and ready to do great things in your life. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Goodbye.